Hi, I'm Anthony Giganti, and welcome to our Fighting Spirit. Today's guest is Sophia Giganti. And not only is Sophia my niece, but she's a wonderful source of inspiration for me. And one of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast in the first place, Sophia overcame insurmountable obstacles in her life, obstacles that most would not have been able to overcome and most would have probably given up. Her story is a fascinating one. And I think you'll agree, it'll inspire you, it'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry. But most importantly, at the end of the day, it'll make you, it'll, uh, make you believe that you can overcome any obstacle that's in your way. I hope you enjoy our podcast. Welcome to our fighting spirit the podcast that celebrates and shares the stories of those who believe in persevering over giving up, standing again after falling, and continuing to live and build a life of their dreams, no matter the circumstances. Here's your host, Anthony Gigante. Sophia, welcome to Our Fighting Spirit. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure to have you. You know, even, even though you're my niece, that's not why you're on this podcast tonight. Our fighting spirit is about people who have overcome obstacles in their life. And not only do they succeed on their own, but they help others to succeed and impact others. And you certainly are the example of that. And we want to cover a bit of the past, a lot of the present, and most importantly, a great deal of the future for Sophia. So how you doing? What's going on? So I'm good. I, as you know, I am a personal trainer. I'm a health coach and I'm a nutrition specialist and I get the privilege of working with all different types of people, ages, genders, fitness levels all over where I live in New York. But not only that now because of COVID and I started also doing virtual training, I get to work with people all over the world, really. I have clients in different states and some in different countries. So that has been really awesome for me because not only are they learning from me, but I get to learn a lot from them. And I feel like I'm a better health coach and trainer because of it. Mm. I've been following your career, obviously, because I care very much about you. And I did notice that during COVID, when most, when a lot of folks, and it wasn't their fault, had to take a couple of steps back, you move forward tremendously. Yes. And tell us how you did that, because it takes a lot of entrepreneurial spirit to be able to do something like that when the world is kind of slowing down around us. But you kept moving forward. So um, I, you know, have my own anxieties and stuff, especially when it comes to COVID. It was a very stressful time for, for people. And for me, in order to get through my anxieties, I needed to keep busy. I could not just sit around and do nothing. I needed my, I'm a very structured person. I like structure and I needed my day to stay structured. Even if I was going from my room to another room, I needed to, to do something. So for me, I didn't want to just sit around and think, you know, what if, or I could be training people right now. I wanted to know what I can do to not only better my business, but also, you know, like my clients, they worked super hard up until that point to get to their progress. And I don't want them to lose it. So I started with one client. She suggested that we do like just a virtual session and we tried it and it worked. And then we're, I started putting the word around and people were home and they were bored and they, you know, they were putting on the COVID weight and they didn't like it. So then they started 
doing some virtual training. And then what I saw, which was very interesting, and now that COVID is winding down, thank God, is that people actually enjoy it. And people, some people feel more comfortable than they would in a gym. So they're more likely to do some of the exercises and some of them now that were in-person clients now just are completely virtual because it works with their schedule. I have clients that take me at a business trips with them. They take me on their lunch break. They, they take me between conference calls. I had a client today. She took me between a conference call. So we have a lot of fun and it, it brings a, a different dynamic to the clientele where we become like family. And that's what I like because I am not just a personal trainer. I just don't tell people to do exercises. I help them in all aspects of health and wellness. So for me, having that special bond with all of them, I mean, I know their families now, I know their dogs. So it's really cool. That's how you grow a successful business. But I have to say that it takes a tremendous amount of courage because at that time, right before COVID, you had opened up your studio, yes. a beautiful studio in Westchester and invested a lot of time and energy and money into it yes. with, the, with the dream, which you have accomplished, but the dream of having that studio running you know, eight to 10 hours a day in multiple sessions. And abruptly, you had to stop. You had yeah. to put a lock on the door. And most people would have probably not been able to continue because that's a very hard thing to get over. Yeah. But you it did is it. Hard. It is hard. But for me, it was like, it's not going to last forever. And there's going to be a time where I do open it up again, which it is now open. Mm-hmm. And when that time comes, I don't want to not have a client to bring in. I want to have people. Exactly. And and now that it's open, you know, it's up and running. And it, COVID also gave me a lot of time to work on some other things. I got involved in the local magazine in my town, and now I'm listed as the number one personal trainer. It all just kind of snowballed and, and really worked in my favor, which I'm very grateful for. Well, you know, you're grateful and we always should be grateful, but you certainly have earned that. And I believe, as you mentioned earlier, structure. I have my day is structured to the second, Sophia. Uh, I'm up at 4.30 every morning and uh, I don't stop until probably 9, 10 o'clock at night. And I love it because when your day is structured, you have goals, you have have little goals you could accomplish to reach your bigger goals. And a structured day to me is a successful day. Yes. Actually, it's funny. One of my, I was talking to one of my clients yesterday, we were doing a health coaching session and And for her, she wanted to work on her sleep schedule. And she said to me, she's like, you do so much in the day. You train so many people, you work out so much. She was like, how do you function on six hours of sleep? And I said, sometimes it's not about the amount of sleep that you get. It's the fact that my sleep schedule is structured. Mm -hmm. It's the Mm -hmm. same. I go to bed the same time every night. I wake up the same time and my Mm -hmm. body is now accustomed to that. And that's what I told her. I was helping her. I said, don't beat yourself up. If you're not getting seven, eight hours, just make sure to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time. And that's how I think, you know, that's why I think structure is so important because it's not all about numbers all the time. It's just about getting yourself on a schedule. Quality sleep, very important. Absolutely. That's why I I go to sleep when I'm absolutely exhausted. And I do go to sleep about the same time every night as well. And I sleep very well. And I'm very grateful for that too, because there was a time in my life where I didn't sleep well, because I just, my day wasn't structured. I I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of energy. And 
and I had more energy to burn when I was going to sleep at night and I just couldn't sleep, you know? Yep. Sophie, we, I, we, we'll touch briefly on, on what I think is amazing, an amazing inspirational s- story, which is your backstory. Not who you are today, but your backstory. Uh, and, and if you want to get into that a little bit, as much as you want to, it would be great. Yep. I think that people should hear this because I think it's, it's really important. So uh, during COVID, I actually wrote a book called Strength, Resilience, and Growth. And I wrote it about my childhood and my experiences, which led me to um, where I am today. I was born with a health condition called um, hydrocephalus. It's a brain disorder. And what it means basically is water on the brain. So I was shunted at three weeks old, which means I have a little machine in my head that helps the water drain. And so that was the first, you know, part of my life that me and my family had to get through. And then from there, I had a lot of other challenges. I had something called hypotonia, which is kind of like a low spectrum of cerebral palsy. So I had physical therapy my whole life. I wore feet braces. And then on top of that, I also had a seizure disorder for a big portion of my childhood. So I went through a lot at a very young age. I spent a lot of time at doctor's offices and hospitals and not a lot of the fun things that you would expect somebody my age at that time to go through. But I think that's why I am who I am today. Sometimes it works in my favor, which I think it really has in my business because it gives me that drive to want to help people. Sometimes it doesn't because I feel sometimes that I had to grow up a lot faster than a lot of people my age. So I don't really see eye to eye with a lot of people my age. I always feel like I'm an older person stuck in a younger person's body, which is good, but sometimes it can be a little annoying. But yeah, I, I feel the through- same way. I'm yeah. only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I went through a lot, but like I said, it, it brought me to where I am today. And um, because of that, I not only train, you know, just the uh, anyone, but I get to train people with special needs because of my experiences. So I understand what they're going through, which is really cool. Amazing. And and one, one thing that always impressed me about you um, is that you never let anyone uh, limit your growth, meaning that everyone, and, and rightly so in some, in some capacities, tried to put limitations on you, but you said no. Right. You said, you know, no, I am not going to live under someone else's terms. I'm going to live under my own terms. And, you, and it's an amazing story. It gives me chills when I even bring it up right now. It really does. And um, that is, the, that is the, the fighting spirit. That is, that is just amazing. That is, that is breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough, which is, to me, the most important thing in the world. And when you say you work with special needs people, special needs children, you also work with senior citizens. I've seen videos of you working with a woman in her, a woman in her, in her mid-90s, I believe, that yep. couldn't walk uh, or maybe lost the desire to walk for whatever reason, but you started working with her and now she's walking and now she's lifting dumbbells and, and, and you can see the progression in the videos of, of her, how she's progressed from, from being, you know, stable and stationary to now a zest for life again. Unbelievable. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. It's, it's pretty awesome to see. It really is very fulfilling for me. Um, it's one of the other reasons why I didn't give up during COVID because like I said before, I see progress with people. I have another mm-hmm. client who um, he came to me right after he had a stroke three years ago and he was completely paralyzed on his left side. So he lost all function. And after working with me now, he's doing push-ups, sit-ups, mm-hmm. chest presses, squats, So why stop that progress during COVID when we could still do it? And we, we made it work. Now he works out in his house and he loves it. Amazing. And people depended on you. I mean, you know, when you have an opportunity to impact someone literally every hour of your day or every day of the week, it's quite a gift, right? It's a gift to be able to do that. And then when you see them making progress and gaining confidence on their own, it has to be an overwhelming feeling of joy for you. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing, right? I mean, yeah. and that, that does, as you mentioned, fuels you to do more and more. And I totally relate to that. I do the same in my life. I mean, I've been in the gym 305 straight days now. And the reason why I get up at 430 in the morning is to go to the gym because my day gets so busy, Sophia, that I, the gym is my foundation. My exercise and meditation is my foundation for the day. And so I, once I get, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. Once I accomplish that, everything else is easy. Because nothing, everything is important during the day, but it's not most important because everything can be worked out and everything can be corrected or or adjusted to. And, and, and I, I feel you there. I I am with you there as far as that, that structure part that you mentioned earlier and accomplishing goals. So I train a lot of people in the day. I sometimes, I mean, yesterday I did 25 sessions in the day and um, but how long are the daughter, sessions, Sophia, if I may ask? Some of them are half hour. Some of them are hour. That's a long, that's amazing. That's a long so, day, boy. But my biggest priority, and I tell my clients this all the time and they understand. And I tell them <laughs> if you want a good session and if you want a good trainer, my workout comes first mm-hmm. and I wake up early and I do my own workout because my workout for the day the way I work 25 sessions, because it can get a little tiring, my workout is the foundation for everybody else's workout. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. modified to whatever I'm doing. So I could have yesterday in the morning, I had an athlete, I was training her for her college uh, tryouts. Then right after her, I had a 75 year old woman, guess what, they were doing the same workout, just completely modified to what they can do. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You know, the, the process People don't understand, well, some don't understand that the you have to fall in love with the process in order to be successful, right? Yeah. So if you fall in love with the process, which is very easy to do if you open your mind to doing it, the rest of it is super easy. And the process is actually the most fun because that's what yields all the results eventually, right? The results come from the process. So many people say to me all the time, like, oh my God, you work so much. Don't you ever take vacation, this, that? And I was talking to uh somebody I know who, uh, she's, she's pretty big. She has a pretty big position in her business and she's like me, very entrepreneurial. And she said to me, Sophia, if you're not an entrepreneur, if you don't have that spirit, they won't understand because no matter what, no matter how busy you get, that is your vacation. Mm -hmm. That what you're doing makes you happy and Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to explain it to anyone. And like hearing her say that, because she's 
come very far in her career. It was very cool because she's right. Like to me, I don't think of it as I'm like depriving myself of anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do sessions with people on Friday night, like virtual sessions, but now I've made my schedule so that those Friday night clients are the ones that I'm like super close with. And we have fun. Like Mm -hmm. that's just like what we do. It's beautiful. It, it's all. It's all how you frame, reframe your mind. Yeah. And I agree with you. I, I agree with you about work. For me, work is not work. And people say you work too much. And when they tell me that, I actually get turned off, Sophia. Me believe too. It or not, because I, I I love my work because my work, first of all, brings me the opportunity to meet so many wonderful people. That's yeah. how I. That's how I got involved in this by meeting people, meeting my producer Sia, who who you know, opened up a whole new world for me. And I meet so many people every day. And, and I, I, I tell many people that every day this year, and this is no lie, no exaggeration, every day this year, something good happened to me. And yeah. the reason why that happened, it could be something very small, could be something large. But the reason why that happened is because my mind is open to it happening. Mm-hmm. And I look at the world as, as a bright light around me all the time. And I give that back to people and it comes back 10 times over. And I think you do the same. Yeah. Um, it's, it's quite a great position to be in, isn't it? Uh, I, I, it's just, I, I've met so many people. I mean, and especially with the virtual, I, I, like I said, I train a lot of people in different States. And so three years, uh, no, five years ago. Now, when I first became a trainer, I was interviewed by the local newspaper, just like a quick little article that I got through a friend and uh, the, the writer, her name was Taylor Brown. And uh, we lost touch, but she was always friends with me on Facebook because she, mm-hmm. she wrote this article about me that we have hanging in my house and I have hanging somewhere in my room. And then during quarantine, she, uh, we, we connected and she, I said, you want to do a virtual session? Well, let me tell you, almost two years later now that we're with this COVID, she has become not only one of my best friends, but her roommate, her mom, her best friend, her four of her co-workers and their husband all train with me. Amazing. Amazing. And that's that's because of who you are. I mean, that's the when you when you can do business with people, no matter what business you're in and you create a comfort level between both both people where they trust you a thousand percent, they become your biggest advocates. They become the ones who tell people about yourself and you don't have to even market yourself. They're marketing for you. And that's that to me, that is a level of success that everyone should experience once in their life. Thankfully, I've experienced it. You certainly have, and others have as well, but that is the level of success that makes work vacation. Exactly. You know, I, I go on vacation. I force myself to go on vacation, Sophia. And uh, two hours later, I'm, I'm answering my emails. I'm doing my thing because I, 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 I'm performing a service for people. Exactly. And, and, I and that's people, how I look at it. And I tell people all the time, me personally, and maybe it has to do with, you know, some of the challenges that I went through in my life. I personally don't like to travel and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I don't think. It's what you feel. There's nothing wrong with what you feel. No, I don't. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I'm not depriving myself of anything because it's not like I want to travel so bad, but I just don't have the time. I don't want it. So why? <laughs> I agree. Sophia, I agree with you. And, and early in my career, I was, I, I was, I, I lived the dream of being bi-coastal 
living in New York all my life, moving to California, then traveling back to New York, sometimes twice a month. Yeah. And, um, and I thought I was the king of the world. I was so happy. I was so proud of myself. I thought it was the greatest. I don't want to leave California now. I'm oh. going to New York the first week in December and I don't even want to go. Yeah. And I have to go to New York. I have to go to Chicago. I have to go to Atlanta. I have to go to Tampa and Miami. I don't want to go. No. I, I mean, because I could do everything from here. But now it's an inconvenience. I, I, I want to be home. I, I, I thrive for being home because I get more, more stuff done, you know? I, I, I consider myself a homebody. And mm-hmm. I used to think there was something wrong with that. I used mm-hmm. to be like, what's wrong with that? But I don't anymore because that's what I like to do. And that's just who I am. And that's I, beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, I've coming from an Italian family, as you no, because you also come from an Italian family. The I'm same. I'm still family. healing. I'm still healing from that, Sophie. I'm still oh, healing. It it was very tough. I'm going to be honest. It was very tough for me to co- go into this career path in an Italian family because sometimes it's hard to understand why you're not eating the pasta or you're you're going to the gym and you know I I don't do well with with comments. I like doing what I do. And that's it. I don't, I don't comment on people. <laughs> they shouldn't comment on me. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I might've, you know, turned into a little bit of a homebody, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm happy. Well, I there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, it, as we mentioned earlier at the beginning of, of, of our, of our little conversation here that everyone's going to have something to say about, about your life and my life and his life and her life. But yeah. you know, what, it gets to a point in life and you're very fortunate. You've, you've arrived at it much earlier than I did where you just don't give a shit, you know, yeah. you, you, you have your purpose, you have your goals, you have your drive and that is your main focus and everything else. You just take, you just pick the positive stuff out of people's comments. You leave the negative stuff behind, yeah. you know, it took me a long time to learn that. And I'm happy you learned it so much earlier than I did, but once you liberate yourself from that, it's, it's an amazing feeling and it gives you more of a, of a, of a hunger for success, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. it's wonderful. It's a wonderful experience, but you have to experience that to get to that point, and that's what that's the human a, experience is, you know. That's the unfortunate um, part. I mean, I read your book, and and uh, writing your book w- took so much courage. And from my opinion, and it's only my opinion, I may not, I may be right or wrong, but I think that was such a period of growth for you by yeah. getting that stuff out of your soul and your mind, and and putting it out there to people. But then, it, then you don't, you weren't holding on to it anymore as much as you maybe were. And I, and I see the difference in you now prior to when you, when you wrote this book and I see a totally different person, but you've been growing every day anyway. So it's not, it doesn't surprise me, but I think that was such a, 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 a wonderful emotional release for you. Um, so believe and- it or not, my, my experience writing the book, it wasn't difficult for me to write it. I'm actually dealing with it more now are you really than I am when I wrote the book? Yeah. How so? How so? I'm just uncovering, like writing it down. Oh yeah. I'm writing the book. I'm writing all my experiences. Now it's like, holy shit. Like I have all these things and now I'm just trying to deal with everything that I uncovered that I didn't realize I needed to uncover. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm dealing with that more now than I was actually writing in the book. So I actually recently for the first time ever had a little bit of a health scare with my hydrocephalus. We thought something was wrong, but thank God it's not. But 
that moment for me was, was very tough. I went through a very long period. It was about like, it was about a month where I just was not myself because I never had to deal with it before until now. Mm -hmm. And just Mm -hmm. like, I never had to deal with those feelings until now. Cause when you're, when you're five or six going through all that, like, yeah, it's traumatic, but you know, they give me a piece of cake and say, Oh, you're going to have to go into surgery, but after you can have a piece of cake, it's all good. You don't mm-hmm. really realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. Understood. And I, I totally, I totally understand that. What impressed me and, and, and I, and I hope that what you're dealing with is, 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 which I know is helping you grow and helping you understand things better, which I know you very well. And I know that it is, but you do have to go through that, Sophia, that process, yeah. unfortunately, or fortunately, I think fortunately, because at the end of that process, you you become a stronger, a stronger person with more of a will and a drive. And that's really who you are. But what impresses me most, most is that you also got involved with the Hydrocephalus Foundation yes. and, and made an impact there as well. And if you want to talk about that briefly, I would love, we'd, we'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. And I think it's tremendously, I think it's amazing that you did that. So when I wrote the book, I reached out to some of the like, uh, general managers of the association and things like that. And I told them about my story and they really were moved. And then I did a couple conferences for them and they, and I met some pretty awesome people with hydrocephalus. And it was the first time I ever met other people with hydrocephalus. And I started training some of them and I still train a lot of them now, which is a really cool experience. And then they reached out to me recently. Um, I'm going to start writing some health articles for them in on their website and things like that. But a big thing that I made clear to the Hydrocephalus Association is that because unfortunately, hydrocephalus is one of those conditions that it's not very known. Um, There's not a lot of awareness. Awareness, yeah. So a big thing that I made known was that I want to be a part of hydrocephalus. I want to help others. I want to help them get stronger, feel stronger, feel like they can do anything but I don't want to focus on hydrocephalus. Mm -hmm. I just want to be the health coach and nutritionist and uh, personal trainer who happens to have hydrocephalus, but I want to, you know, I don't want the clients or whoever to feel like they can't do a squat, do a burpee. I want to show them that there's a way there's a will Mm -hmm. and we're going to do it. So I don't Mm -hmm. want, I never want to dwell on hydrocephalus. I just want it to be like a drive. Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly doesn't define you. I mean, geez, it, it, it by no means doesn't define you. And, and the road you've taken so far has been amazing. But let's talk about the present now, the present. What's happening with SRG Fitness? Tell me, I mean, you, you mentioned, um, well, you tell the news. I mean, this is your news. And tell me what's happening presently with SRG Fitness. So, wow, SRG Fitness. Okay, so I still train a lot of the virtual clients. I love it. I've gotten so many new clients for the studio as well which that is growing. I am, my book has now been uh, displayed in our local bookshop, which is cool. I am listed. So um, there's a town where I live in New York called Bronxville and Bronxville came out with a new magazine where it just, you know, highlights people or highlights businesses. And it lists like all the best businesses for everything, like the best restaurant to go to in Westchester, the best this. So they listed SRG Fitness as the best, you know, personal training facility, which has gotten me a lot of new clients. And yeah, there's a lot of new projects and I'm just 
everyone's always like, oh my God, how can you take all those clients? To me, there's, there's, I make it work. Like, and it's funny because I, I don't say no to clients. I, I make it work. And a lot of clients, like the one I was telling you about Taylor, how she works out with a bunch of her friends, like they do their sessions sometimes together and people that don't even know Taylor, just because I feel like SRG fitness is such a community. People in New York are doing virtual sessions with people in New Hampshire. They've never even mm-hmm. met, but now they're really close. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's one big family. It's one big family. That's amazing. Congratulations, by the way, on, on, on getting uh, that, that notoriety on the, and that magazine. That's incredible. Yeah. It's so, it's so amazing. The future of, of this. Well, let's not go to the future yet because the present still is amazing. You just recently got your degree. Yes, in health uh, coaching. I did that all online through Arizona State University. And I did that while running a full-time business. Exactly. So in addition to training sometimes 25 clients a day, you also came home and studied yes. uh, and worked hard to get your degree. And you, you accomplished that, which is incredible. Yes. One thing that impresses me very much about you is you always make that time at 2 o'clock every day for your afternoon nap. I do. Which I do and as well. I do too. My, and my clients know. One thirty. That's it. I get my nap two o'clock. It's beautiful. I do the same thing, Sophie. I do the same thing. It's such a, it's such a great break in the day, and it really recharges you. And and I I love that you do that. I think it's in fact I can visualize you running home from your yeah. studio, <laughs> rushing rushing in to get home to one thirty. So you have your nap because you're structured. Yeah. You don't want to be there at one forty five. You want to be in in that little nap bed at one thirty. Oh right? yeah. So I could just see you doing that. It's pretty amazing. Like I Um, have, I have, so tomorrow I'm getting uh, new pedals put on my Peloton mm -hmm. and they called me and they said the windows from 12 to four that we're going to be there. And I was like, can you make on the earlier side? Cause I got something (laughs) to do at two o'clock. Don't come at two o'clock. Yeah, exactly. You were like, all right, we can make it at one. I was like, perfect. <laughs> I've been taking uh, hot spin classes now for the last week, Sophia, and I absolutely love it. I've been in the gym 306 straight days now since the beginning of the year. And my cardio at the gym was getting a little boring for me. I was doing an hour on the treadmill and it was getting very boring. So I discovered this hot spin studio here in town and I absolutely love it. It is the greatest thing. It's it's, you know, as you do your Peloton every day, you can relate and understand, but I just, I, don't, I, I, I wish everyone would just try exercising just once, give it a week, oh. try it, get it going and see if it changes their outlook on things. I think most people would be very surprised at the results. Let's yeah, Let's talk about exercise because I feel like exercise mm-hmm. has such a bad reputation and it's in the sense where like, we're supposed to do something and, you know, in the ideal world, you're supposed to lift more cardio less. Mm-hmm. That's what right. everybody knows, right? right? In my head, and what I tell clients is do what you like to do. Okay. Exactly. For mm-hmm. me, okay, if I, I, I'm thin, I'm fit, if I didn't do cardio, I wouldn't gain weight, but that's not why I do cardio. Mm-hmm. I, I do so much cardio and people always have comments. Why do you do so much cardio? You're going to lose more weight. And I do cardio for my mental health because I mm-hmm. like it and it makes me happy. I mm-hmm. lift weights because I'm a trainer and I know that that's important. I have to keep my muscles strong, mm-hmm. but cardio makes me happy. I box every day. I go on my Peloton every day because I like it. 
And if I like it, I'm going to do it. If right. somebody doesn't like running, which I hate, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Me I'm too. not going to do it. I was never a runner. I was never a runner. But yeah. I agree with you on the cardio end. Actually, I meditate. Uh, yeah. Well, not, not meditate in the truest form, but I, I meditate while I do my cardio. And it puts me into a level of mind that I, 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 I can't even explain, you know, and I do love it as well. I totally understand what you're saying about it, it makes you happy. Yeah. It, it actually inspires my creativity as well when I'm doing my cardio to, work. I was just about to yeah. so, my, so my mom, she makes a joke. She goes, how come every day at 6.30 you come out here with all these ideas? That's because at 6.30 mm -hmm. I'm done with my cardio. <laughs> I'm the same way. And people run away from me because I actually <laughs> share them with people at 6.30 in the morning. And yeah. for a lot of, most people, it's too early. So now my I'll call mom, you instead. My mom's like, how come, how come we, for me, I do, uh, I'm done with my Peloton at 6.30 at night. And she's like, how come you talk to me now? I'm like, because this is where I have my ideas. Yes, exactly. I totally understand that. It's, it's you, it's you want to share with the call. world. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. The, uh, let's talk about the future. You have so many great ideas and, and ambitious projects coming up. One I'm not going to say, cause you're teasing it on your own. Yes. So I'm not going to spill the beans. Um, but where, what's the future of SRG Fitness? Where do you see yourself going with your business? So I want SRG Fitness, like I said, to be a community. And I don't think it's just personal training. There's so much more to it. There's health coaching, there's nutrition, health and wellness. I want it to be the health and wellness center for everyone. I would love for it to be all over the world. I wouldn't like it just to be in New York, but I, I want to be in a bigger space. Eventually I want to keep growing my clientele. Um, if I ever do bring on employees, I would make it very clear what their employee manual has to be because my way is a very different approach than just a gym. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I want to be, I would love to do more public speaking about health and wellness mm -hmm. and getting my story out there. But like I said, using my story as, as a drive and not just a story. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I, I love meeting new clients. I love meeting new people. I want to keep doing that. I want to show that, you know, you're not too old to start fitness. I love, I love training all ages, but I really love, you know, the, especially women 50 and over because seeing what they can accomplish after never doing anything is like mm -hmm. pretty awesome. I mean, I have a client, she's 75. She did a 45 second plank the other day. I was very impressed with her. Very so, impressive. Absolutely. And, and then some of them are like, oh, I did longer last time. I'm like, how old are you? And they're like 75. I'm like, be grateful that you're even doing a plague. Like they want to do more. And I think it's cool. Like yes, they, they don't yes. want to stop at 30 seconds. They want to keep going. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, the, when you mentioned the story, I believe, and the reason why I'm doing this now, Sophia, is that I believe everybody has a story. Yes. And from my personal experience, my story got me to where I am today. I mean, I, I sometimes I sit back at night and I'm thinking and I say, wow, how did I get to California? I was, I was raised in, in downtown Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, in a middle class family, you know, beautiful family, thank God. My family was wonderful. But there was no future forward thinking in my family in the 80s in Brooklyn. There was just none. There wasn't any, any thought of going to college. And when you got out of high school, you went right to work. And this is what you did. And you ended up living in Brooklyn or whatever the rest of your life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I, I 
I went through some challenges in my life that I overcame and, and it made me who I am today. So I believe the story you have gets you to the point where you're at. The story helps you with your growth, helps you with your creativity, helps you with your drive, and most importantly, helps you with wanting to help others. My life now is a full life of service. I, I, I help people every day, Sophia, uh, because it comes back to me 10 times over. And when you, like we mentioned earlier, when you have a chance to impact people, it's the greatest gift you could ever possibly have. It, it, you know, it's funny you mentioned this because on Wednesday I had an experience um, where I have this client who comes to me every Wednesday, but he only comes once a week. He's, he's has to be in his older thirties. Um, very quiet, just comes in, does his workout with me. We don't really talk much, but he's very nice. He just does what he has to do. But the other day, I don't know what it was. He came a little late. So the workout was a little not as great. So we just did some core work and he was tired. So we were sitting and all of a sudden he said, you know, Sophia, this is the highlight of my week. Mm -hmm. And I said, really? I just, I wasn't expecting it because we just don't have that we don't have that, you know, conversation or bond. He's like, I look forward to Wednesday at 1130 mm. every single week. He was like, I know he was like, I know I was 20 minutes late to my 30 minute session today, but I still <laughs> wanted that 10 minutes. He mm-hmm. goes, I still needed this. And it made my whole week. The name of my book is strength, resilience, and growth. How I defied physical and mental limitations and took control of my future. Beautiful. And your website address? Uh, SophiaGiganti.com. Perfect. And people can get in touch with you if they'd like uh, via your website to get training sessions and find yeah. out more about what you do. My website. And then also I'm pretty active on my Facebook page. It's just SRG Fitness LLC. Great. And then my Instagram is SRG.fit. Great book. And if someone wants to get in touch with your website address. My website is SophiaGiganti.com. Facebook is SRG Fitness LLC and Instagram is SRG.fit. And you can also find all those links on the website. God bless you. Much love. Thank you so much. Sophia Giganti is the definition of our fighting spirit. And one of the reasons why I decided to do this in the first place. Her book is called Strength, Resilience, Growth, How I Defied Physical and Mental Limitations and Took Control of My Future. The website is SophiaGiganti.com. I thank you for watching Off Fighting Spirit, and I wish you a beautiful evening. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast player and leave us a review.